Good morning. Today is Thursday, June 24th, 2021. I'm your host, Evan George, and welcome to Bostopian News. And here's what's happening in the news today. The Boston City Council yesterday jumped into the budget battle a week early, thanks to a procedural move by Kenzie Bach. While nothing materially occurred, yesterday the Boston City Council gave time for each of its members, or those who chose to, to air their grievances on both the acting Mayor Kim Janey and the budget as is, and the process used to create it. Ultimately, Kenzie's procedural move was to avoid a repeat of what happened last year, where tensions grew to the very last moment, and three candidates, Liz Brearden, Lydia Edwards, and Kenzie Bach, broke under the pressure and joined the Conservatives. This is just the entry shot into what will be another week's worth of negotiations behind the scenes with the acting mayor, and I will be covering it heavily during my night show. And I recommend you listen to last night's episode if you wanted to hear for yourself what the councilors had to say. But there was a lot of grandstanding and a lot of speeches, and let's actually see if it results in anything material. The task force created to establish a new exam school policy here for Boston Public Schools has roughly one week left to make their recommendation to the school committee. And so far, they have not yet reached a consensus. One such idea is to create a 20-80 split, where 20% of the seats are held for the traditional exam competition and also considers grades and other measures, and the remaining 80% would be allocated by a system which tries to balance both academic achievement and the obstacles students faced along the way. Now, ultimately, all of these proposals are a way of twisting into knots to justify a system of exclusion and segregation. As definitionally, if you have a tiered public school system, which is what an exam school system is, you will create inequality. And to maintain and justify that system, they will go through all the mental gymnastics possible to make it seem like they're taking seriously matters of racial segregation and economic inequality, while still allowing the richer, whiter students to go to one school and the poor people of color to go to another. Unions across Boston are either split or not revealing on who they will be supporting for mayor this year. So far, the Boston's Teachers Union, healthcare workers of SEIU 1199, and property service workers of SCIU 32BJ all have not yet announced who they'll be endorsing to be Boston's next mayor. And those unions that have, Local 25 is backing Michelle Wu, Boston Emergency Medical Service Union, Firefighters Union 718 has endorsed Anissa Sabi George, Labor Local 223 supported John Santiago. Some may just be waiting until the prelims are over, when in a head-up matchup it is much clearer. However, the longer a union waits, generally speaking, the less influence and power it gives them. I don't think there is much policy difference, to be honest, just narrowly on labor issues between some of the more progressive candidates. And with at least 30% of likely voters still undecided, it's going to be a very long summer before we know who the safe money should be betting on. State Senator Claire Cronin has been tapped to be the United States' next ambassador to Ireland, creating now much speculation of who will run to replace her seat in the Jamaica Plain area. Cronin was the leading surrogate and the number one fundraiser 
for Biden. And generally speaking, our ambassadorships are merely political favors for the people who did either raise you money or gift to close friends or political allies. As the position entails really nothing more than attending dinners and doing what you can to pressure countries to do whatever favors American corporations. The two most likely candidates to replace her, State Representative Liz Miranda and Nika Elgato, have both expressed interest, and we'll see exactly when or if a special election is needed. Rather than make a number of must-needed capital and infrastructure projects across the state, Charlie Baker is proposing a two-month sales tax giveaway intentionally depriving Massachusetts of an additional $900 million, according to one expert. We have schools in Boston where students cannot drink the water because it is filled with lead. We could not even open a window in some classrooms to vent out COVID. And giving away $900 million is simply an attempt to maintain the austerity that we've faced for decades here in the state. And I'm praying the state house doesn't also intentionally deprive itself of funding. But with them, you never know. And that's going to do it for today's episode. I have no idea why yesterday's episode did not load on time. I apologize. However, as always, please continue to like and support the show wherever you see it. Whether that's retweets, sharing the Twitch channel with your social media, all that good stuff. Goes a long way, spreads the show. And as always... Oh, and check out uh, last night's budget battle episode. There's a lot of great audio from the city councilors, and I go into a lot of the history of what happened last year. And with that, take care. Have a great rest of your day.